0: Brian Wu takes the bump tonight in his final start of the regular season. And while no team has had his number more than the Texas Rangers, could he end the year on a positive note and help keep Seattle alive? Talk about that and more coming up here on the Locked On Mariners podcast. Colby, hit it. You are Locked On Mariners, your daily Seattle Mariners podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ahoy, sailors. It is Friday, September 29th, 2023. This is Titan Gonzalez and Colby Patton for the Locked On Mariners podcast. Thank you so much for making us your first listen. Subscribe, like, and turn on alerts if you're watching on YouTube. Or subscribe and leave a five-star review on your preferred podcast platform if you like what you hear. And if you're part of the crew and rock with us every single day, let us know in the comments below. We'd love to hear from you. And if you want to hear from us even more, please consider signing up for our Patreon. You can now get a free seven-day trial to check out the show. The link, as well as our social accounts, is in the description of this episode. On the show today, we'll dive into the pitching matchups for the final three games of the regular season for the Mariners, including tonight's between Nathan Avaldi and Brian Wu. Of course, you can catch all the action on the Mariners' hometown broadcast of SiriusXM via the SXM app. And uh, if things don't go well for the Mariners tonight, uh, we'll tell you what else we'll be looking for this weekend and uh, hoping to see this weekend. Uh, But Colby, let's start with Wu who, uh, as I said, in the cold open uh, has really struggled against this Texas Rangers lineup, but there are no alternatives here. You have to ride with Brian Wu. That is your only option. And with that in mind, what are your hopes? What are your expectations? What are your dreams for Mr. Wu tonight, Coley?
1: My expectations are that he's going to get knocked around the ballpark uh, a little bit. This has not been a good matchup for him. He doesn't really have a pitch to kind of counter uh, Corey Seager in particular, but really any of the lefties. And last time he, he made a start, you know, against Texas, he was in the middle of the plate, and and you know, it's there's also obviously the concerns about his um, his endurance is strong, like whatever it is like he's looks like a guy who's running out of gas which makes a ton of sense because he's I think doubled by this point his career high in innings pitched and uh, he's taking the ball every every fifth or sixth day pretty much since what late May uh, with the exception of the two-week break they gave him by putting him on the I.L. Uh, so yeah, it, it's, it's tough to feel really confident about this. Um, just because Wu has been so hit or miss down the stretch. And in particular, he's been really bad against Texas. He just doesn't really have the pitch to, to kind of counter the, these bats. Um, so I, my fear is, is that he gets knocked around the park pretty good. And, and he, uh, doesn't really even give the Mariners a shot, uh, to, to kind of find their footing against Devaldi, who's the guy you can get to right now. He is not been very good since his, you know, return from the IL. Uh, he was okay in his last outing, but Seattle got to him also. So, um, you know, this this is a gettable matchup. We know how bad the, the Rangers bullpen can be. Uh, so my hope would be that Wu can find a way to go four or five innings, get through the lineup twice, um, and, you know, keep his team in the ballgame. If he goes four or five and he gives up three or less, I'm feeling pretty good about that outing from him and then you can turn it over to the pen should have Topa tonight. You should have Brash tonight. You should have Munoz tonight. Um, I think the only guy who might be down is Spire, but we'll see Uh, again. He only threw 20 pitches yesterday. So uh, I imagine that he's pretty fresh uh, himself. So yeah, I think Wu's job is to keep his team in this game, give the offense a chance to work, let the offense uh, not feel like they have to, you know, climb a mountain uh, to get back in this game uh, which, you know, I don't think is asking too much, but just, again, based off of Wu's, uh, command in his last start, based off the new career high in innings pitch based on how previous matchups have gone and just kind of the hit or miss nature of, of Brian Wu here in the second half. It's tough to feel real confident about this. So I think you have to have no. a really quick leash on him. Uh, you know, if he loads the bases tonight in the first inning, you got to get somebody up and it's, it's annoying and it's, it's frustrating, but it is what it is. And, a little surprised the Mariners haven't called up somebody who can give them some innings uh, tonight, like an Adam Aller or somebody like that, um, mm-hmm. even a Tommy Malone type. But you know, uh, it is what it is. I, I think what you want, you, what you don't want, is you don't want to have to throw Dominic Leone and Trent Thornton in the third uh, because it's six nothing already. And, and so we'll see. Those I mean, guys, at
0: that point, it probably doesn't really matter who goes out.
1: <laughs> it's, you're you're probably done. I'm sure, Yeah. But, yeah. 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 Yeah, it'd also be nice not to see Trent Thornton or or Dominic Leone in you know a a three to one game, yeah, ever. But like in a three (laughs) to one game, like like maybe be up seven to one, and then you could throw Leone out there with somebody warming up behind him automatically, regardless. Um, But yeah, then then you could do that. But it would it'd be nice if the offense could really give Wu a a cushion early, Um, you know. And it doesn't have to be a they don't have to score five in the first. They could. I'm not saying don't, but, uh, you know, if they could just get a run or two early and let Wu kind of navigate his way through the lineup and and it's it's serious, man. You get to back to back three ball counts. You kind of have to get somebody up and moving in that pen like it, it's a dead serious thing here. You cannot just wait for Wu to find it. And if that means he's only going to go, you know, one in a third and give up two runs and, and you have to go to, you know, whoever to salvage the game that early you have to do it but yeah uh you know i hope i'm wrong i hope Wu. you know sometimes in these big games guys find an extra tick on the fastball or the slider sharper than it's ever been or he magically has his change up that day and i mean sometimes it's baseball you know you never know uh what's going to happen on any given night but it's it's tough to feel confident about brian Wu. uh you know going five scoreless tonight and and yeah giving yeah. you a shot like to expect him to do what logan gilbert did last night is um, unfair frankly so oh, yeah, my yeah, yeah. my sincere hope is that we can go five and give up three uh and i would call that a pretty successful out and give this offense a legitimate chance to win this game um the offense is gonna have to step up because they have not been very good the last two nights but nope. you never know again it's baseball uh every game is its own uh adventure and and i just hope we uh uh you know proves me wrong that would be amazing and it would give the Mariners a real good shot to win this game and that's pretty much all you could you could reasonably hope for
0: well and uh, this uh this Rangers bullpen is going to give you opportunities so if you can keep it relatively close and you can get Evaldi out of this game fairly early if you can just keep him to you know five maybe six innings and get at least three to four shots against that Rangers bullpen I feel pretty solid about your chances even for this offense, which has been so up and down, up and down. But yeah, you know, no shade whatsoever to Brian Wu. Uh, It's been a great rookie season for him, and he's already blown past our our expectations in terms of workload and all that stuff. Um, But yeah, it's hard to feel confident uh, about this. Um, But also, again, what are the alternatives here? There are none. So you just kind of have to ride with your guy and, and hope, the best um so that's what the Mariners are going to yeah. do here i would think um just kind of trying to read between the lines here that taylor saucedo might be the first guy out of the bullpen given what ryan davish has said uh the last uh, little while here because he he was expecting there to be an opener tonight before woo or maybe they were just going to do a bullpen day whatever and it seemed like he he's mentioned taylor saucedo um right within also, that context a couple times so
1: also mentioned isaiah Campbell. Um, yeah. but Campbell pitched last night, uh, Saucedo would make some sense as an opener a little bit. You got the two lefties early in the lineup, so you can attack Seeger and, and Lowe. Um, but you know, again, it's, it's followed by Garcia and yeah. And, uh, young and, and, uh, Garber. So it's, it's, you know, it's, it's a bit dicey, but yeah, yeah I, I am surprised though that they haven't called up, Adam Aller, who's on the 40 man and was starting down in Tacoma. And he's a guy that could at least go two or three innings. He's, you know, pitched in the bigs before he's, he's got that experience. So uh, I think Aller would have made sense as opposed to somebody like Bizarro, um, who clearly you you don't trust. And I, I, it feels like some, at some point this weekend, the Mariners are going to have to put Bazzardo and Thornton and, and Leon into a game, which <laughs> probably means yeah. you've lost that game. But I, I just don't think that you can ask, brash munoz topa and inspire to cover four innings every single night so yeah
0: uh where's jimmy yak when you need him (laughs)
1: yeah (laughs) uh one thing i I would i would point out here is that uh you might have bryce miller available out of the bullpen here in in the next probably not today but saturday sunday yeah very real possibility they ask him to go one or two um innings you know to uh kind of bridge the gap so to speak if if the situation calls for it so Mm -hmm. keep an eye out on that uh i don't think they're going to use gilbert but he might be available on sunday for an inning or two uh just kind of depends on where the where the scoreboard's at and and where your standings are at so we'll see what happens there but yeah woo it's his last start of the year even if the Mariners make it to the playoffs or the world series who's probably not getting a start he'll head to the bullpen but it'd be great to send him off on a good note and and you know cap off what has been a really good rookie year
0: yeah absolutely absolutely and if you can survive this if you win tonight you got Luis castillo and george perby on the bump the next two days yep which probably means that if you somehow do get into the uh into the wild card logan gilbert starting game one of the wild card Still feeling uh, pretty good about that. Feel pretty good about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but obviously, there's that really unhinged timeline <laughs> where you win the division. But we're we'll we're talk not gonna about go, that. Yeah, we we'll talk about <laughs> that. we'll talk about that in just a moment but first a reminder this episode of the locked on marriage podcast is brought to you by sleeper all right folks the mlb playoffs are right around the corner which means the clock is ticking on your chance to 100 times your cash on daily fantasy baseball pick more or less on stats for your favorite players like home runs hits strikeouts and more for up to a 100 times payout on sleeper get your picks right and you could win big my friend If things didn't go well in your home league this year, no worries. You can still salvage the fantasy baseball season over at Sleeper. There you can pick the players you want and call your shot. And when you use the promo code LOCKEDON, that's L O -O you'll get up to $100 matched on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details currently operational in over 30 states. Check out Sleeper today. And you're listening to the Locked On Mariners podcast. Thank you again for making us your first listen. Again, you can catch the Mariners and the Rangers tonight on the Mariners hometown broadcast with Sirius XM via the SXM app. So we are going to dive into the uh, final two games of the series. Now that we've talked about tonight's matchup again, we have Luis Castillo going for the Mariners tomorrow. We got George Kirby going for the Mariners on Sunday. Um, If you're able to win tonight, I mean, you make it past Montgomery, who's arguably the the Rangers' best starter. You make it past Evaldi, who obviously has the ceiling to be the Rangers' best starter. You feel pretty good about yourself if you win the first two games of the series, and now you got Castillo and Kirby going, and uh, of course, Castillo has not been Luis Castillo lately, but still, if I'm going to go to war with anyone, especially in this rotation, I'm totally fine with going to war with uh, with Luis Castillo Um, so yeah how do you feel about Castillo Colby and uh, how do you feel about Kirby uh, for the final two starts of this uh, series
1: yeah obviously tonight is the the big one Um, it's probably the game you have the lowest odds of winning Um, but yeah if you can get past tonight if you can win tonight find a way to win tonight you have you know you're the two highest upside guys in your rotation are going back to back and they're going up against what i believe will be either a bullpen day uh or a martin perez uh which either way advantage you uh at the end of it and, and then sunday is kind of a you know it's a game 7 or it could be in a way it could be a game 7 and and at that point you know anybody's guess uh anybody's ball game and and you just kind of go to battle with that and and we've talked about how george has had the ability to kind of rise in these big, big games. We talk about his start last year in Houston. We talk about his start over Felix weekend. We talk about his last start against Houston. So, um, you know, he has the ability to kind of step his game up, uh, in, in big moments. So you feel pretty good about that. Like if you can win tonight, then you're going to have the pitching advantage this weekend, uh, for in both games, really without, without any debate, without any question, even Rangers fans would tell you, yes, like that, that's brutal. um, you know, it's, it's tough to look past tonight. It really is because yeah. if you win tonight or if you lose tonight and Houston wins tonight, like it's basically curtains for you um, still shot, but you know, you got to win the last two. They have to win the last two. So uh, it's tough to look past that, but if you can get by tonight and even if you, if you lose tonight and Houston also loses and you go two games left, you have to be, you have to go two and zero, and Houston has to go one and one you feel really good about your two best guys being the guys who are going to go and you're going to go down swinging. You're going to go down with your best uh, on the mound, And that's really all you can hope for. Um, You know, it, it would be incredible if you win the next two and Houston loses the next two and you're in, and then maybe you don't have to start George Kirby on Sunday. Maybe you just, you know, roll with Adam Aller, or you call up Tommy Malone or whatever. And now all of a sudden the first two games, regardless of if you you know win the division or the wild card like maybe then it's it's George Kirby and Logan Gilbert in those in the wild card round and you feel really good about that and then Castillo's going to pitch game 3 like That'd be amazing, right? Win the next two, Houston loses the next two. That is quite literally
0: perfect. I'm I'm but, sure that will happen. Oh, totally. absolutely, yes.
1: <laughs> if there's one thing we know about the Mariners when they get to Game 160, 161, and 162, everything an goes. Shot well. of getting into the playoffs. Yeah, things go perfectly every yeah, goes, single time. Always goes
0: according to plan. Yep. You always I'm get the scoreboard at, I'm looking at you, you, you Nick Martinez.
1: Mm-hmm. You always get the scoreboard you want. <laughs> You always get the pitching matchup you want. Like it works out every time. It's totally not Tyler Anderson and the Red Sox going up against the second worst team in baseball. Totally. That's never happened before, but yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah. Uh, if you get, if you get by tonight, if you win tonight, I feel really good about your, your odds. Um, again, you still don't control your own destiny. Unfortunately, you're still going to need a win yeah. uh, for at least one win from Arizona. Uh, but I think if you get by tonight, you have a really good shot to win the last two games. We'll see. But I think more than anything, you want to win tonight. If you get to the weekend, the actual weekend, still only a game back. I like your odds. Um, but you know, if you lose tonight and Houston wins tonight, it's probably over and it doesn't really matter who's starting, but yeah. And the chance it does, I mean, honestly, like maybe I'd rather start Gilbert than one of those two guys, but that's not an option. And if if it's you know I can't start Gilbert, who are the next two guys I want in in you know must win games? I want Castillo, I want
0: Kirby, and I'll take my chances. Absolutely, one hundred percent. So yeah, like you said, uh, you don't necessarily control your own destiny here. You're going to need some help. Um, And the most obvious way for you to get help here is for the uh, Diamondbacks to beat the Astros. They began their three game series tonight. It's JP France against Zach Gallen. France has had a uh, good rookie year, but the Mariners have been able to get to him. A couple of other teams have been able to get to him. It's uh, definitely possible that the Diamondbacks can do some damage against him. And obviously, Zach gallen has been one of the best pitchers, not just in the the, uh, National League, but in Major League Baseball as a whole. Uh, Saturday, it's going to be Verlander against, to be determined, we'll see. I would think that's going to be Merrill Kelly, but see how that turns out. And then Sunday's pitching matchup, as far as I'm aware, between those two teams uh, is not determined. So uh, we'll see how that all falls. And I'm sure that's all uh, dependent on you know what the situation calls for and what that all looks like. But, uh, Colby, the, the Mariners need help from an unlikely source, the Chicago Cubs, right?
1: Yeah. Um, so basically the Cubs are going to start their game about an hour and a half before... Arizona and Houston plays about two hours before the Mariners play. If the Cubs lose, Arizona is in the playoffs. They mm-hmm. they will have clinched the spot, uh, one of the one of the wild card spots, and I doubt they care too much about seating, but they will be in. So you're rooting for Chicago to win tonight to put pressure on the Diamondbacks because what you don't want to do is you don't want them to look at the scoreboard and see, like, oh, it's it's six-nothing. The Cubs are you know, gonna gonna lose like why do i need to put gallon out there for another two or three innings so
0: well and also keep in mind here if they clench they're probably celebrating tonight and they're probably running out a hangover lineup tomorrow afternoon against justin verlander right.
1: and they're probably not too uh, worried about starting merrill kelly who's probably at that point now their game one starter so yeah you, you want the diamondbacks to be as motivated as possible um and you know sometimes hangover lineups are overrated or, you know, the, sure. the effects after, like, we remember last year the Mariners clinched and they had a huge party and everyone was like, well, they're, they're going to lose because they partied so hard, but, but, they came but out the, Mariner,
0: they the Mariners weren't facing Justin Verlander that right, next right, day. Right. right. So. But still, it's just
1: one of those things. Like, I feel like we see it a lot, right? Like, like, Oh yeah, they're not even going to try anymore. And then they're like, no, they still win, you know, the next series because guys play loose, they play free. And yeah, you, you're you a little more cautious with guys on, you know, you pitching and all that stuff, but there's nothing to lose, man. Uh, so you go out there, whereas the diamondbacks would have nothing to lose. The Astros would have everything to lose. Um, so sometimes that, that aspect is a little overvalued, but yeah, tonight in particular, gallon is your best shot to get the Astros to lose a game that you yeah. really need them to. Um, so I, I think you want gallon to, to have his normal workload tonight. And, and the best way to assure that is to hope that the, the Cubs win to keep pressure uh, right. on Arizona. Go Cubs go. Go Cubs go.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh all right, so if this thing goes sideways either tonight or tomorrow whatever, uh let's talk about what else we'd like to see here before the uh the end of the season. We'll talk about that in just a moment, but first a reminder, this episode of the Locked On Mariners podcast is brought to you by DoorDash. <laughs> need fresh groceries for the week but don't have the time to go to the store? Try grocery delivery from DoorDash. You'll get everything you want delivered when you need it right to your door. With thousands of grocery stores to choose from, you'll find the best in your neighborhood and boost your local economy with each and every order. You'll get exactly what you ordered or will make it right. So sit back and enjoy quality groceries just like you picked them yourself. And with easy substitutions right in the app and best in class customer support, DoorDash delivers groceries exactly how you want it. Get 50% off your first DoorDash order up to a $20 value when you use promo code LOCKEDONMLB. At checkout, limited time offer terms apply. That's fifty percent off, up to twenty dollars, no minimum subtotal, and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter the promo code Locked On MLB. Don't forget—that's promo code Locked On MLB for fifty percent off your first order with DoorDash. You're listening to the Locked On Mariners podcast. Thank you again for making us your first listen. Again, you can catch the Mariners <laughs> and the Rangers. Tonight on the Mariners hometown broadcast with Sirius XM via the SXM app. So again, if, if things fall apart here for the Mariners either tonight, tomorrow, whatever, uh, Colby, what are you going to be going to the game on Sunday? What are you going to be looking for? What, what are you going to hope to see just as the Mariners wrap up the season, potentially without a whimper?
1: <sighs> Nothing. Sure. I mean, like it really doesn't matter. Um, yeah you know if they're out of it on sunday they might not even start Kirby. like why yeah. why bother yeah um so yeah it's it's i've i've sat uh i've actually haven't sat in the stadium uh you know when the team's been headed into the game eliminated uh i've gone to the last game of the year or game 161 or 162 every time over the last decade that they've had a shot to get in um uh, which is 2014 2016 and 2021 Um, and they've, they've lost two of them and the other one, they didn't get the cooperation they needed on the scoreboard. So yeah, uh, I've never actually gone to a game where it's, you know, that late where it's like, it's over. Um, they've always had at least an outside shot of getting in. So yeah, I'm not, I'm not really sure what that's going to be like now. I've been to plenty of Mariner games where they're, they've been bad and, and they've been out of it. So like. Who cares? You just kind of chilling, watching a ball game. Uh, just trying to get down to to T uh, Mobile one last time. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that that Sunday game. I mean, Julio might not play. Why would he? There's really not much of a point. Um. But yeah, it, it's always you know kind of bittersweet uh, to go down there after the season's ended and and you know you're just kind of giving guys a round of applause for a nice effort, which sometimes they don't deserve. Like I'm supposed to cheer for Luis Castillo after what he did on what no, I mean, it's whatever, (laughs) but yeah, you know The whole, the whole objective is, you know, I don't care if they went 87 or 88 or 89, if they're not getting in the playoffs, I, those couple extra wins don't mean anything to me. Right. Um, so yeah, you just mostly don't get hurt. Don't do anything stupid. Um, you know, let's not, you know, get into a brawl or anything. And then somebody, you know, breaks their elbow
0: and no, we don't want to Archie Bradley ourselves. Team brawl Uh, though team brawl at that point suspension wise like that doesn't matter Mm
1: -hmm.
0: i mean we'll see but
1: yeah no it's definitely a different vibe uh if you go into sunday and you're eliminated uh i would say that's unlikely but also i don't know and it also could be a different vibe because uh what if seattle wins the next two and houston loses the next two and you're in going into sunday uh i've been in that situation i've been i was at the game after the mariners clinched, and let me tell you the vibe was immaculate it was great. <laughs> yeah. Nobody really cared about the game. I mean, you were watching and you were cheering and all that, but you're like, eh, yeah. You know, he hung a curveball. What are you going to do? Like it doesn't really matter. Yeah. So, yeah. Um that that vibe is is incredible and I hope that that's the vibe that uh, I get because I've also been at games where you've clinched and uh my my shoulders won't recover if I do that again. So, yeah, there's a lot of different variables that could go into this Sunday uh what the vibe's going to feel like and all that. So, my preference honestly would be that they just win the next two and Houston loses. And it's just that chill vibe. And and you're just there to kind of like, you know, send off the boys to Minnesota and all that Mm -hmm. stuff. But uh, I think more than likely what it's going to be is, is you need to win Houston needs to lose Um, or you need to win. And and you're in like, I I really hope that's what's what's happening, but yeah, we'll see if they're out of it. (laughs) Like, I don't, I don't know. I'm just going to be there. I'm just going to be existing in the ballpark. Yeah. Um, because there's just not a ton to. It just, it's tough to be like, you know, the boys deserve our support after they fail to make the playoffs. And it's like, mm, do they?
0: Col- do Colby's they? not that guy. He's definitely not that guy. I'm not the participation
1: trophy guy. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I'm
0: really not. And, and, that's not like, all it gets I, anyone that that wants to do that and go support the team and all that stuff that's totally fine you can do that but but colby is not that guy asking colby to be that guy is is a losing game
1: i've, I've coached little league for like eight years and i never got participation trophies never gave them away like screw you earn them um i don't care if you're eight but uh i just i'm, I'm not that guy uh um, yeah, yeah yeah clearly no i mean like there are certainly individuals that you want to like jp had an incredible season yep uh you know julio we're we're gonna do all that on the show next week yeah yeah they're even if they're eliminated there will be positive shows uh Mm -hmm. next week yeah i'll see if i can change that but um oh he he will try he will try (laughs) there were definitely positives coming out of this year brian Wu and bryce miller are both positives coming out of this year um, you know, JP obviously career year. Cal career year so far. Julio yep. career year so far. Yeah. Uh, you know, Kelnick career year so far. Um, yep. you know, and, and then you know, that's just there are guys that we love, even though they didn't do their jobs this year. Yeah. Hey, Eugenio uh, is yep. a guy, and it's it's a likable team. It really is. You know, there's yep. a lot of good personalities on this squad. But at the end of the day, I'm not. I'm not patting them on the back because they fell one game short again. Like we're past that. We're well past that. So going into this, this thing's go sideways the next two days. Like I'm going to the game on Sunday. Don't really care what happens yeah. as long as nobody gets hurt. Like I, I don't want to go to a game and Julio not playing it, but if you're eliminated, like yeah, why? Yeah. 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 Cause
0: like, something could happen Sam Haggard in center field and and that's the end of it like yeah because like something could happen that could impact 2024 at that point like I'm not running the risk of that uh look this I want to preface this by saying this is not going to happen I have no faith in this happening um but this is about what we would like to see so whatever (laughs) um yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so and
1: I want Houston to win two of
0: three, <laughs> and you
1: are going for the sweep baby. That's <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And then we win the division somehow. Yep. Uh the one timeline. I told you. I, one... I, I saw it. I traveled through the multiverse last night. I saw the mm-hmm. one timeline. The uh one in 14 million six hundred five thousand. But if, if, if things go sideways, I would like to see, like, Prolander Barroa get called up for, you know, the final two games. You uh, sure. get to see I mean, him pitch. They uh, did that with Ar- Munoz a couple of years Ar- back. Yeah, Arkansas season uh, just ended, what, last night mm. or the yep. night before. Uh, so, yeah, we'd like to see Baroa, Um maybe someone like Zach Deloach, get an opportunity. And the, the way that you can make room for these guys is, like, Bryce Miller uh, gets optioned or, you know, Brian Wu gets optioned or, whatever there's a bunch of ways that you can do that you just put somebody on the il you can just put someone on the il like it doesn't it doesn't matter uh but yeah so i would i would like to see those guys maybe get an opportunity for a game or two especially like on sunday if you're not going to play julio and you're not going to play jp etc let's act get a start let him make his major league debut sure, like whatever I mean, yeah something entertaining uh
1: just but- something
0: that makes me want to watch the game sure i mean maybe you like
1: you call up like Ryder ryan and he gets like two innings or whatever yeah, right or ryan baby they did him so dirty uh they really good you know
0: put mike ford in left field why not who cares screw it, screw it. you know what have someone play every position yeah that. yeah
1: that, that'd be entertaining yeah. sure yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah mike yeah. ford catches the first pitch yeah <laughs> it's a ball it's way outside and then you just okay go play first base big yeah. guy yeah yeah, and he's kind of working through that way i if you're gonna let anybody play all nine positions i think it has to be mike Ford just for the entertainment value right yeah like yeah. i mean like realistically it's it's dylan uh yeah. who would do that but like yeah how yeah. is that
0: fun sam maybe um cabby you know i could, I could cabby, cabby yeah yeah but Luis torrens uh,
1: yeah i mean hey maybe we get Luis torrens get the dub again
0: on the mound <laughs> you got you still I, I don't think they'll make exceptions to the to the new rules though even in the last game if it doesn't matter so you gotta you gotta be up by 10 or losing by nine i think that's what it is yeah but, uh,
1: it's yeah. like eight after the eighth inning or whatever but yeah. yeah yeah so probably not gonna get the win or the save unless <laughs> things go really badly but uh or really well it, or yeah, really I well mean, <laughs> l- like i would like to see Luis get a freaking start like we really have to DH Sam Haggerty. Yeah. Like we can't DH Cal for the love of God and give him one half game off down the stretch here. No, we just got to bury him by the way. Like backup catcher is going to be a huge priority for the Mariners this off season. It has to be because like Re- Cal's re-sign Tom get, Murphy, resign Tom. Murphy. I don't know. That's going to work, man. You need somebody who, who's going to post like you need somebody who's going to be healthy. Uh, yeah. So like, yeah. I mean, not, we're not getting in the weeds on that and on this show, but like, Good yeah. lord, Cal's going to catch 120-ish games again this year? Like that's too many. Yeah. Like, also, can play Gino, Gino Suarez
0: should not play 162 games again no, next year.
1: No, that's not a good thing. Like the Mariners have had more players play like in 145 pl- or more games this year than any team in baseball. That's not a good thing. That's because that's you don't have proper depth. Thing. But whatever. Yeah. We're getting to in the weeds. Yeah, we're yeah, we're,
0: yeah. we're 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 having conversations that we'll have, we'll have plenty. plenty we'll have yes, plenty yes. of time to do or to have uh, starting maybe next week. Hopefully not. Hopefully not starting next week, but we'll have plenty of time, no matter
1: what. Real fast, Ty, before we go, I'm just going to, here are all the scenarios in which the Seattle Mariners guarantee a playoff spot Okay. this weekend. Hit me. So if the Astros win all three, if they sweep uh, Arizona, you're out, period. So there's no scenario where they sweep and you still get in uh if the astros win two and the mariners win four congratulations you are american league west champions so it, so the Mariners have already won the first one so they just have to win three so the Mariners win the next three and houston wins exactly two of the next
0: three congratulations yeah.
1: baby you're al west champions we're hanging a banner and monday's show is completely different it, than the it, one. We it'd be we're hilarious
0: if we got to a point where we're actually rooting for the astros to win yeah because you don't have the tiebreaker on the rangers so even if you win all these games and tie the Rangers, you don't win the the ALS unless the Astros win exactly two games. Right. Uh yeah, there's a scenario where you
1: win all four, the Astros win all three, and you still miss the playoffs. So yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a very that's that's the narrowest margin to victory, but it's your only chance of the that division.
0: would happen, though. It that feels would. very marinated. It does. Yeah, it really that does. That would happen.
1: Yeah. Uh, um, so the most likely scenario continues to be uh the Astros uh lose the series
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh oh wait, did I mention uh if, if the Astros win two and you win three uh you're uh, also in so uh, mm-hmm. that that's kind of the the most likely I guess yeah. uh, if the Astros win one, if you win two of the yeah. next three you're in yep. uh, And if the Astros win zero, you just need one win. So that's pretty much the only scenario where you get in again, the, the, the miraculous, uh, time stone, we'll call it the infinity gauntlet, uh, timeline, mm-hmm. uh, is you win the next three Houston wins two of three. If that happens, you're the number two seed in the American league at eight with 89 <laughs> wins. <laughs> you get the buy. Uh, and in that scenario, I believe uh... actually Texas would be the odd team out. Um, which yeah. isn't ideal. I would prefer the Astros to be the odd team out, but hey, you know what? I'll take what I can get. So yeah. at you the know, end of the day, at the end of the day, the only thing that matters yeah. is you win one more game than the Astros over the next three. That's yep. it. You do that, you're in. Yep. And then it's just a matter of seeding and and you know, do you have a shot to actually win the division? That's yep. the only thing that matters. So yeah. But uh, yeah, um, there is there is the uh, Infinity Gauntlet route that you could go.
0: You know what? At this point, that's what I'm rooting for. But uh, <laughs> like, why not? Let's just you know, it's not going to happen. But I'm I'm why not cope for three more days here? <laughs> it's just like the most backwards way you
1: could possibly get into the uh, the most like through the backdoor uh, division win in in history. But uh, yeah, yeah, you know, it's I'll, I'll take whatever you can get. There are six scenarios that you can that you know have you. Getting into the playoffs, Uh, there might be one more with Toronto, Houston, and you all being in the same three-way tie. If that happens, I think you're in also. So Mm -hmm. tiebreakers are actually good for Seattle. If you're in a tiebreaker, a three-way tiebreaker, Seattle's getting in. Like that's basically the scenario. But yeah, that would that would mean that I think uh, you'd have to win the next three, and Toronto would have to get swept. Like that's the only way that happens. So uh, and Houston would have to win two of three. So. So
0: I'm pretty sure there's a way for you to win the division and Houston misses. It's if you have the three-way tie in the division, and then there's like a a four-way tie technically in the wild card, but it's actually right. a three-way tie because it would come down to Texas, Houston, Toronto. I think Houston loses out on that three-way tiebreaker. That's the only way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so again, that would that would be the best timeline. Yes,
1: but again, if you're <laughs> if you're wanting to scoreboard watch two games, that's it. Mm -hmm. you're watching seattle versus texas you're watching houston versus arizona and if you win tonight hypothetically and and houston loses you don't even have to watch the out-of-town scoreboard because of the Mariners when they're next to they're in so again it's tough to feel really great tonight i think the kind of the like ideal realistic outcome i mean i guess it's realistic that you win and houston loses like that that's totally on the table but yeah whatever yeah you really, at the end of the day, you really want Houston to lose this game because it's the one they're most likely to lose. Yeah. Uh, but if you don't win, eh, whatever. Again, at the end of the day, three games left for both teams. You need to win one more than Houston. End of yep. story. That's how end you get it.
0: Paul Seawald has the opportunity to do the funniest thing ever. Oh God!
1: I waiting for you to send that chills uh, GIF. Oh. If if oh, Paul yeah. knocks Houston out of the playoffs, oh, and that will be
0: my greatest chills ever. Uh,
1: God <laughs> don't encourage him, folks. I
0: will I will delete every like the, the episode that where we just drag Jerry. I will issue a, a 30 minute apology. I absolutely will not. Seven D chess. Seven D chess by I by absolutely Jerry, will and not. <laughs> All right. We're well over time. That's going to do it for our show. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Locked On Mariners podcast. For Colby Patnode, I'm Tidey Gonzalez. Be sure to give us a follow on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners. You can follow me at Dane Gonzalez, the C-A-N-E-G-N-Z-L-Z, and Colby at CPAT11, that's C-P-A-T-1-1. You can also find all that stuff in the description of this episode, and thank you again for making us your first listen. Again, you can catch the Mariners and the Rangers tonight on the Mariners Hometown Broadcast with SiriusXM via the SXM app. Have yourself a beautiful baseball day, and we'll see you next time. Peace.